Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Rizbo.com, brought to you by Pfizer. You're listening to WQAM Miami. WPOWHD2 Miami. WKISHD2 Boca Raton. The home of the defending Eastern Conference champion, Miami Heat. The defending Eastern Conference champion, Florida Panthers. The Miami Hurricanes. And Leagues Cup champion, Inter-Miami CF. An Odyssey station. Powered by Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. This update is brought to you by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Super Center. Why buy a truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford, we know trucks, starting with the Panthers, who beat the Coyotes 4-1. to Next up, the Cats will head to Vegas tomorrow night. Over to Hoops and the Heat, who will be in L.A. to play the Lakers tonight. Tip-off is at 10, and the game can be heard here on WQIM. And tonight, the Miami Hurricanes will play their second ACC game when they host Clemson. Tip-off is at 8 from the Watsco Center, and the game can be heard on 790 a.m. The Joe Rose Show continues now. All right, welcome back here for the uh, 7 o'clock hour as um, we continue on. I'd love to be able to stay awake, by the way, and watch that game tonight. If uh, LeBron's playing, I'm guessing he's going to play at home tonight. And... uh, Mm, good luck. See yeah. if you stay up for the Canes game. I got first. no Maybe shot. That'll yeah. get you jacked no, up. Maybe yeah, it'll no. give you. It'll lead right into the next. game. I got to tell you, it just happens too, man. Like the TV's on, and and I'm going. All right, I'm I'm going to give this at least thirty minutes, and bam, asleep. Just just hits me, Woody. Just hits, and that's it. Got to come in early. Thank God, a lot of these uh, games are on ESPN, and they re-show them in the morning when I come in here. So uh, so they're on. By the way, the uh, Oklahoma City, my God, Minnesota and Oklahoma City. Are the, the West is, I think it's great for basketball. I don't know how you feel about it, but um, it's great to see Oklahoma City and the Timberwolves who, who took a chance and went with that big lineup and everybody was laughing at them and nobody wanted to go bare and nobody wants to play with them. And guess what? Seems to be working pretty well so far, man. Both of them. 
Yeah, well, SGA, uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander might be on a, on an MVP-type run here, man. Yeah, you're he's, not kidding. Uh, yeah, he's put up some serious numbers. You got Anthony Edwards on those Timberwolves you just mentioned. There's some good young stars in the league, man. In the West. Yeah, in the West, that's true. The East is still the same old, same old. It is the same same group right? of characters. There's yeah. Boston and Milwaukee and yeah. Philly and Miami, and then all the rest of them kind of fitting in there behind them and – Everybody's kind of counting on Orlando coming back to being Orlando here pretty soon and falling out of this thing or towards the eight spot or, or the play-in spot for sure. I think you got very good competitive balance in both conferences, though, right? I mean, you, you, all those teams you mentioned out west, I think the two L.A. teams are, are interesting in the west, but then the east, you're, you're right, it's the same same cast, man. Like, it's going to come down to, you know, Miami, Milwaukee, Boston, uh, Philly will be in there. Like, it's going to be a fun, uh, fun you know, race. I think it's very balanced on both conferences. I just think the Lakers and Clippers are just like, this is a last shot, right? All their guys are getting old. They're getting banged up. Golden State, I didn't I didn't leave them out. They're in there too. Klay Thompson has just never gotten it back. He just never got it back from his injury. Just not not nearly the same guy. Yeah, it's going to be tough for those teams, man, because these young teams, are, are they play at a different pace, you know, obviously, than these, these older teams. So, I don't know. I don't know what – the deal is going to be for LeBron. Like I, I don't. They're not going to win a championship this year. I don't think. Does he continue to just kind of hang on there in L.A. As long as he's playing well, the guy loves playing. Obviously, at and this I love point. watching him play. Listen, he's got all the money he needs. This right now is about continuing and loves playing. Or you couldn't play at this level at this age. LeBron retiring would be a big blow for the league. Yeah. It would be. I mean, it would. You know, he's been the most keep popular player around. in the league for twenty years. He has been. You're right. That's a long time, man. Not, not even close. He he is. Two thousand three, when he was drafted, hell, he was probably the most popular basketball player in, in you know going around before that when he was in high school. Remember that? He used to put his games at Akron High School yeah. on TV. Was it Akron High School he went to? Uh, Whatever. Saint Vincent, Saint Vincent uh, High Saint School. Mary's, yeah. yeah. Um, but but yeah, I mean, since two thousand three, think of that. We're in we're in twenty twenty four now. That guy has been basically the face of basketball for the world, right? He has been for a lot of it, yes. Yeah. You know, there was some crossover, some other great ones, Kobe in there and, and stuff. But yeah, you're 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 right. He is he's been whether you like him or not, and his political views or or anything else that still drives people nuts, but he has been he he's been one of the most durable athletes we've ever seen, right? That that body is. Yeah, I know he wants to play with his son. I don't know how realistic that is. To be honest, well, but. it won't be because of him. It's question is going to be want to play with your son and how good he can be and good enough to. Yeah, I don't know if he's an NBA talent yet or not, but or if he will be. Yeah, right. I mean, I guess they'll make an exception for LeBron, but. Hey, by the way, I, I, I wanted to mention this today. Um, so Tom Brady came out on his podcast and said, hey, man, I'm, I'm ready to start in September to be um, the number one analyst of Fox for the NFL. So Tom Brady's getting ready to do this, start that 10-year deal. I believe it was, well, it comes out to about $37.5 million per year. Um, but I got to tell you, man, Greg Olson just kicked ass for the last couple years. Greg Olson came in, um, and he's been really good. You could tell he works at it. Um, I don't know where he goes. I'm guessing he just drops down and gets one or the other, right? Fox's number two team or number three team? or Yeah, I guess so. Greg Olson happens to be my favorite 
of the uh, the, the color analysts right up there with uh, with Charles Davis, who I think did a tremendous job on our game. And I think that's a great duo, by the way, Ian Eagle and Charles. Okay. I mean, they do such a yeah. great job. Both really they're, good they're guys. They're awesome. But Easy. Greg Olson is, you know, for former players, I mean, he is really, really fun to listen to. I think he's a lot better than Romo, who just doesn't seem like he cares all that much. <laughs> but, but here's the thing, man. Brady, like, he jumps to the front of the line. You know, I think everyone wants to hear what that guy has to say. So the interesting one. Down. So, be, that'll be good. So we've never had anybody do this that's been this good at their sport. He's arguably the best player to ever play. Yes. It, Not it, arguably. If this is about championships and stats, he is. <laughs> yeah. All right, just to just to throw those in there. And by the way, if you thought it was a fake, he did he left and did another one, which I just think added to his his greatness as a player. And he played in both eras where you could kill the quarterback, the era where you couldn't kill the quarterback. Like he played he played Hell, they changed the, the rule. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no question about it. So I guess when he talks, everybody's gonna listen for sure. But how critical it, it always goes back to this one thing, especially Tom hasn't been out of the game that long. And so he's gonna have moments where he's gonna have to be really critical on on topics. And players. I wonder how he handles that. Especially when you're sitting on top. On the very top. Of how critical he'll be. Starting with quarterback play. And, you know, because he's done it. He knows what it's supposed to look like. And by the way, he couldn't run. I mean, it was just the the, the part of the, the unbelievable story with him. He didn't he didn't. He didn't run very much, although he's great at the quarterback sneak, but he wasn't a big runner. It was just – it was throwing it. It was throwing it and drives and accuracy and and all the things. But, yeah, I'm really curious. Um, I think people will tune in to see what Tom Brady's like. Yes. Do this. Well, look, he's already been pretty critical on those podcasts and stuff, right? He's been critical about stuff in the league. Overall. And he was ripping the quarterback play, and he was, you know, the rules and different stuff. Like, is he going to go off on that on these broadcasts? But but he's going to have to talk about individuals. Like, yeah. you know, when a guy throws and, you know, and he throws into coverage and look at it, he's watching him the whole way, and, you know, he's got to stop. He's got to have a better feel. I wonder if these networks, a couple of them, would like a do-over, though. They're, they're paying these guys these obscene amounts of money. I, I, I'm starting to side with you. Like, I think people are going to watch regardless. I think it's great to have good people on the games. You know, but, the, but the you don't difference, need Tom no. Brady, you know, talking during the game to, to, to sit and watch. I like a good play-by-play guy. I think very important. Um, I think some people will tune in to hear, well, Tom Brady's going to get the best games that Fox has every week. Yeah, but, so that's why the they're going to get the team. ratings anyway. But, but this goes back. I, I totally agree. There was no reason to pay all these guys when you've got Baltimore going out to play San Francisco. There's nothing going to mess that game up you're watching. They're, they're never going to be that bad. Like, I just don't think any of them are that bad. No, you just have to find good guys. Like, again, Greg Olson is as good as anyone I've ever heard do this. And I'm guessing they're not paying him what they're going to pay Brady. But they, they feel like before that game starts, they need a big-name guy in there. And and they are making – a lot of those guys are making – Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman never made this kind of money when he was playing quarterback. Romo is now making 
I don't know if he made the kind of money when he was playing quarterback that he's making probably now. Right. Um, and Tom Brady actually might be making more than he ever made on this contract. You know, Tom always took a little less money to help out the team. Remember, oh, Tom's giving a little money back. He's I always thought it was weird. I don't think he's ever the highest paid quarterback in, in football, ever. Not even close. But he sure got those rings and stuff to uh, to back the opportunity to do it and, and of course, now got a $375 million contract with, with Fox, which is just uh, amazing. Hey, we're going to uh, have Kyle Krabs, host of uh, Locked on Fence podcast, and we're going to talk about uh, the Dolphins a little bit this last game, uh, looking forward with uh, with everything as the Dolphins are back to work today for a Sunday night game. Last game of the regular season will be the Miami Dolphins and Buffalo Bills. You can't play for any more. You're at home. Um, and the winner is the AFC East champion and gets a home game, and the loser hits the road. That's That's bottom line. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to hear any excuses. I don't I don't want to hear because every time you talk about we had some guys hurt, the other teams go, yeah, we've had guys hurt all year too. We've lost some pretty good players too. So nobody wants to hear about it, man. Just uh, want to see who plays well. Got to get some guys that were really good players that did not have good games last week against Baltimore. That group's got to play better than they did in this last game too. I'll tell you who doesn't have to play better before we get to Kyle Krabs. No, Cliggy's. Cliggy's doing it all. Cliggy's carts. My gosh. Boy, if you're looking for a great holiday gift idea after the holiday, boy, there's nothing like what the whole family can enjoy like a tricked-out Cliggy's golf cart. The coolest golf cart on the road. We're talking about 72 volts of pure lithium power, 5-inch lift, backup cameras, all-terrain tires, sweet sound system, and by the way, a safety system on it to, to, to protect you and your family. When you stop, you don't have to worry about it, you know, going down or up a hill or anything else, man. You, you all painted in your favorite team colors if that's what you want. 0% financing. Got so many cool things on it. Six-seaters, four-seaters. Visit Cliggy's Carts online at golfcartsfl.net or call 954-388-5932. They're located at 1751 West Copens Road. Have a beautiful, in, in Pompano Beach, have a beautiful showroom to go in and take a look at them and take one out in the back for, for, a, for a ride. Go out there. You're going to be, you're going to love them. If you're looking for a fancy golf cart, and there's some places that have nice ones, nothing's like Cliggy's. Nothing. Cliggy's Carts. Before you buy one somewhere else, go take a look and tell me Cliggy's Carts and price and everything else and the things you get. Even come close, man. I'm telling you, they are fantastic. An authorized Royal EV dealer. Mention this commercial, and you get $1,000 off already low prices at Cliggy's. That's K-L-I-G-G-Y-S. Look it up. Find out. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. For yourself, Cliggy's carts, nothing like them. There's too many variables. To, uh, it, it, was a, it was a tough moment that um, I wish it wouldn't have happened. Hindsight's twenty twenty, but... Every, everything, every decision I make, I, I, I understand how important it is to everyone that I'm doing the right thing for the, the team and the organization. And when things like that happen, yeah, the burden is great. Speaking for, you know, I always learn from things. And, you know, one thing I can always, you can be rest assured that the proper intent will be applied to every decision I make because I, I take the weight of that. I don't take the weight of that lightly at all. Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel there. It is time to head out to the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. All right, Woody, let's jump right to him. Kyle Krabs, of host of Locked on Fins podcast, joins us this morning. Kyle, how you doing, man? I'm good, all right, Joe. How you doing? Uh, I'm good. It's uh, Wednesday. I'm, uh, I'm over it. And uh, I'm moving ahead. The guys are all coming in to get back to work today, and uh, we'll see what happens. I think they got a chance to win this game, and I know after you lose by 37, a lot of people think you're a real dumbass for saying that. What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think so. And, and you know, there's, there's no bones about it. The Dolphins got their butts kicked on Sunday, but did the Dolphins get their butts kicked by 37 points, or did they get their butts kicked and then they started going for it on fourth downs where in a less – dramatic game situation you punt the ball like did, did you lose by three touchdowns yeah I, I think the score says you lost by five touchdowns but that's not the silver lining anybody wants to hear right now but I think the Dolphins did some really nice things in the first half of that game and offense pressed and things completely unraveled so they, they certainly have stuff to build on I still think this is a good football team I think Baltimore outstanding football team right now they're playing outstanding but uh the the this whole thing is They'll yeah. start playing in January, and once you start playing one-game elimination games, just see what happens. And they're going to have an opportunity to do that either way. So we'll see what, what, what comes of that. Kyle, I'm really curious to see. Um, there were some drop-offs. We, we've lost some guys, and we saw the drop-off. When Xavier Howard went out of that game, I saw some drop-off with guys, Eli, Cater, not good enough. I, I, just my eyes. What were your thoughts on those guys and – I mean, if I, I first of all, Jalen Ramsey, I, I if I'm the Buffalo Bills, I would just say we might as well tell him when we warming up, um, just take the day off because we're you're not going to be involved in anything. Yeah, I think I think there's some things the Dolphins can do to help facilitate, make sure that doesn't happen, and I would hope that they do. Uh, just talking about Ramsey and his utilization and, and where he's asked to be in coverage at times. But um, I thought the secondary as a whole, you know, Javon Holland, you get back and. Um, it certainly looked like there was some rust Quiet there game. after a month Quiet away. Game, yes. Yeah. So I, I think that hurt you too, where you found out Javon was coming back and you were expecting it to be a net positive for you. And uh, just the, the, the secondary as a whole, uh, I think, you know, they, they hit you with a couple haymakers early and 
then guys start chasing stuff and everybody needs to try to make a play. And uh, when you start playing like that and you don't, you don't play with your, your keys and you're not disciplined, uh, that's how you end up letting up the amount of points that Miami let up. Um, I thought the offensive line played pretty well in that game. What were your thoughts on on how those guys played as a group? That their outside run again was was outstanding. What'd you think? Yeah, I, I thought again the, the first couple possessions, particularly the the entire first half, with the exception of Tyree dropping the ball in the end zone, and the for whatever reason trying to rush a play before the two minute warning, which makes absolutely no sense. Uh, that play for me stands out as the biggest. WTF moment really of the season. What are you trying to score faster to give Baltimore a chance to get the ball back? Yeah, good call. It made no good call. Sense. I mean, you had two 15 plus yard gains, and never mind Braxton Barrios fair catching that ball that was out of bounds and would have put the kickoff at the 40 yard line. That entire sequence of that last possession was just a disaster, objectively. And there was no reason to try to rush another snap before the two minute warning. Take the free timeout, you're in plus territory. You're down eight points, and instead you try to sneak something in there, you throw a pick, and then you give up a touchdown. That's like a 15-point swing at the end of the first half. Disastrous for how that game went. So, uh, yeah, I thought offensively they did a great job running the ball outside the tackles. Uh, They didn't get a lot of good push inside. I thought it was a tough one for Liam Eikenberg. I know he's playing through an injury. Um, and there's stuff to build off of offensively. I think there's a lot of stuff that, that worked against a good defense, but once the game went a certain kind of way, yeah. uh, you, you have to kind of throw all that out the window and start to get aggressive, and that's why this game snowballed. Let me ask you, who's playing better overall, Cotton or Jones right now, left guard or right guard? Oh, man. Um, Is it close? I, I think the physical execution – of Rob Jones is better, but I, I think Lester Cotton, because he's been in there longer, I think he's probably a little bit more refined as far as like how he's seeing things. So in a perfect world, I would love to get Rob Jones's consistency from a, uh, how he sees it to where Lester Cotton's at, because I do think he's probably a little bit of a, a better option for you than Lester Cotton physically. Yeah. Um, it's six in one hand, half dozen the other, really. I think they're they're both ideally depth players for you that are both pressed into the starting lineup. We'll see if that continues this week with, with Rob Hunt or not. Hopefully not. Mike McDaniel seemed as optimistic as he's been in a month on Rob Hunt uh, when he had his press conference on Monday. Yeah, well, that's going to be an interesting one. So who else can we get going? So I, I thought, especially in the second half, the Ravens did a really, really good job of Tyreek Hill had 10 targets in the first half, and they weren't able to get really much to him. There are a lot of bodies around him. they got to find somebody else to get going, especially if Waddle can't play again. What, what can you do there besides Derm Smythe down the middle, wide open three times? Well, you would have loved for Chase Claypool to make that big play down the field. I mean, that that's the player that, that was That's a drop in. in the end zone. That's correct. Yep, yep. And it's we're, we're just waiting for something to catch. There, I mean, they they acquired this guy ahead of the trade deadline. Um, we talk about his, his physical abilities. I think he's the next best physical option on the team, but it's just he's starting so far behind the eight ball with how this offense operates, and so much of it is timing and trust, and it just feels like it's not there. So to have uh, a play that's a little bit more simple, it's 
okay, you're, you're going to go run the corner, go make a play on a high-point opportunity down the field and catch the football. For that to not happen, and that one felt like a big gut punch for, hey, maybe we can get Chase going a little bit. So I, I think it's I think it's Tyreek Hill. I think it's Devon Achan. I think hopefully you get Raheem Mostert back. I'd love to have those guys on the field, honestly, as much as possible, uh, even at the same time together. Uh, because I think that's where if you don't have Jalen Waddle, your speed that remains with your skill group is in the backfield, and they can do some two-back and three-back stuff if they have Alec Ingold out there as a pseudo-tight end too. So I think from a personnel standpoint, if you're not going to have Waddle getting most of your backs all that much more important to do your two-back stuff to still have the speed on the field to do some of the same things you want to do. So uh, Chubb and Phillips are gone. I mean, they're not coming back, both excellent pass rushers on the outside and both were having really good seasons and, and done. So now we go to Van Ginkle, got to play even more with his six sacks and, and Emmanuel Ogba, um, healthy scratch, Melvin Ingram, they like and will play and then maybe a little Cameron Good in there. Uh, how do you get a pass rush against a guy that has just been an absolute Dolphins killer in Josh Allen? What do you do? I think your guys inside have to win. Uh, Zach Sealer, Christian Wilkins have to play their best game of the season. And I just got done watching last night the game tape from New England and Buffalo from last week with Buffalo's offense. And they are rookie right guard in Osiris Torrance. Uh, we didn't make a big dent on him the first time we played him, but he got his tail kicked last weekend. And Connor McGovern, their other guard, had his hands full with Keon White at times for New England too. So I'm looking at both of those guards inside, and I'm thinking about Zach Sealer and Christian Wilkins. They've obviously got the sack totals. So if you can contain him, contain Rush on the outside, and you can get an interior push with those guys up front, I think you could still disrupt the timing uh, because they made an offensive coordinator change. And I certainly, it feels like, especially the last month or so, they've been so run heavy offensively. And it, it feels like everybody offensively from a passing game perspective does have a little bit of a recalibration that's happening. So um, I think if you can get Allen to drop his eyes and get off his spot, then it's just, okay, contain the explosive quarterback run. And I think that's that's what they can hope to do on Sunday night. So Stefan Diggs is a weird one. Uh, has not been very productive the last six games at all. And when now they've started playing their good football, and he hasn't. But, boy, the last time we saw him, he uh, he was against Cater, and uh, Cater had a rough one. Um, how do you go about – that's got to be something they're looking at after watching the tapes as well. So, so how do you go about making sure Stefan Diggs doesn't get back to one of those early season games is, that he's had? Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. I think that's your answer. Uh, and, and I know that if any South Florida Buffalo fans are listening, they'll probably chuckle because they had a high-profile matchup when the Rams played the Bills in week one of the 2022 season. And Ramsey bid on a double move for uh, a touchdown that Diggs gave up to him. But there's no question at this stage of the game, like how Ramsey has played as a perimeter corner this year and knowing the, the versatility that he has – it's kind of the one thing that has just been completely untapped by this Dolphins defense, and you're going to need all the needle movers you have at this stage of the game without the outside pass rush, guys. So Ramsey, I mean, the versatility that he's had, 
to play in the nickel, play on the second level, play at safety, play at corner. I'm not asking you to do all that with him, but I am asking you to make this a 10-on-10 football game instead of an 11-on-11. And if the Bills, as, as they are kind of trying to, if they want to try to get him going when he hasn't been getting going and you want to take those risks throwing against Jalen Ramsey, uh, yeah. you, you, get one, you get one good play uh, if you're the Dolphins in that scenario and it's enough to potentially swing a gate. So I, that, that's the risk because it's worth the reward. Want to get Ramsey involved. That's how I would do it. Let me ask you about Cater and Eli because uh, their names popped up a lot. I seem like they were on the other end of a lot of catches and runs after the catch. What are your thoughts? I, I think that's your best option still unless Nick Needham's going to get some more playing time in there. What do you think? I don't, I don't think Nick has his – burst back and I don't think Nick was ever really a bursty guy just kind of from kind of watching him uh be the the, the dime player at times for Miami so I do think Eli and Cater are your best options you you just can't have the safeties playing the, the safeties have to see it all uh because I, I think the communication element of all of this is so important in this defense like are you going to water it down no probably not at this stage so yeah, everybody's just got to know and make the calls because of all all of this leverage in the secondary and passing things off and motion and they run that outside motion with Zay Flowers and Eli Apple oh. starts to drift inside despite Zay Flowers running the vertical on the outside because the safety's drifting with with something and getting off his spot so he's trying to cover the TC's twos going inside and that's how you give up an explosive touchdown play uh, the, the I mean the CD Lamb play. Uh, against Dallas the week prior where Cater's in the nickel with Deshaun Elliott and they're not on the same page on an yep. inside crosser right. and it's free leverage and it's a free run. Like, it's, it's week 18, guys. And I know you've had some rotating guys in and out. And I think we've had three week, three games this season with the entire like core five of the secondary that's been available for you to play with. But it you got to be on top of it this week. And that that's how you limit the explosive plays is, is everybody seeing it correctly and calling it out correctly because a lot of these explosive plays are just, oh, well, there's a miscommunication. We dropped the coverage. It's the end of the season. Yeah, It it can happen. Hey, your mindset offensively has got to be, though, you got to be thinking a 30 spot. Your mindset all week has got to be, we got to score what we've been averaging all season long. We got to put up 30 in this game. If it's got to be, you know, an extra field goal or two to go with some touchdowns, but we got to get in the end zone. And uh, Tua just needs to put together one of those special games without turning the ball over. What about Tua and your thoughts on the way he's played and what he needs to do in this one? Yeah, uh, I think the the two interceptions were obviously disheartening against Baltimore. One of them was, um, I think, bad circumstantial football all around. The other one was uh, he himself said a, a bad decision to throw the second interception, just trying to get one up over the top, take the check down, it's there. By and large, I like how he's played. Um, I still think he's playing uh, with the ability to create chunk plays. I I thought against Dallas, he kind of showed, okay, well, we don't have Waddle. Uh, We're going to be a little bit more rhythmic and true West Coast offense-y at times. And I'd I'd love to get that this week against the Bills just because they do such a good job of putting the cap over top of everything. Yeah. It. You just got to avoid the mistake, and you got to constantly take what's there. Don't press. Like he—he he is one of those quarterbacks that, like, 
the vast majority of his interceptions are easily avoidable plays with a check down available to you. Yep. Like, it just, just don't do that. And this game in particular, you got to win the turnover battle because this, this Bills team, they want to at times give the ball away offensively. So you have to take it away when they put the ball at risk. But if you give it back to them, then it's all for naught. Well, listen, Kyle, been great having you, man. I, I had a little Kyle build up there, so so thanks for coming on today. I appreciate it, and hopefully Sunday night uh, we can talk next week about being AFC champs and, and playing another game at home. That would sure make it a – Wouldn't uh, that be a thing? That would be nice, Kyle, something we haven't talked about since you were a, a little boy. That would be very nice. <laughs> since you were a young, young man. Kyle, thank you. Appreciate it very much. Thank you. Thanks, Joe. All I'll right. talk to you later. Kyle Krabs, host of uh, Locked On Fence podcast, uh, joining us to talk a little bit about the team. Kim Camper, my man, is going to join us early 8 o'clock hour. We'll talk to Bo. And it's Milpitas High School jerky. Anyway, we got to go to break here. We got a lot more stuff to get to. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. And now it's time for Hollywood's Headlines. Without further ado, here's Hollywood. All right, Jerky, what do you have for us today? All right, Joe, well, we're going to start with some uh, some fringe sports here, and uh, we'll start with pickleball. So first, <laughs> I told this to you yesterday, you love this. Uh, the world's first pickleball stadium is opening in Fort Lauderdale. It's going to open this year here. The uh, It's called The Fort. We'll feature 43 pro courts, live music, a fitness recovery center, and more. Uh, it looks like... It looks incredible, by the way. I saw the, yeah. the pictures of it. I mean, it looks amazing. By the way, 14 of the courts are weatherproof, so players can keep playing through uh, through weather. I don't know exactly how that works. Uh, it says you can also, uh, you get a seven-acre lake you can look at, Joe. Live music, paddle boarding, volleyball, dart room, golf simulators, luxury suites. Made from scratch, uh, dishes and signature drinks. All while you play amazing i told you yesterday i go i i can't believe what's going on with pickleball they're they're starting to take our tennis courts 3299 yep. southwest fourth avenue in fort lauderdale yeah you know where that is i don't want to know <laughs> <laughs> it's it's incredible the amount of people this place looks awesome man. and it then on fun. top of that paddleball equipment is now excuse me pickleball mm-hmm. or whatever the that is ping pong. It, it's everywhere. Well, yeah, they sell it. You know, Dicks and other places. I guess. Yeah, I'm guessing Dicks has it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, on that subject, we also uh, have the world's largest pickleball fest uh, coming to Miami, and this is uh, this is coming up here soon, Joe. January 13th and 14th. So it's like 10 days away here. Yeah. Uh, it's at the Miami Marine Stadium, and they will transform into a pickleball paradise with 100 courts, fan experiences, specialty vendors, music performances, and more overlooking Biscayne Bay. Hmm. By the way, this thing should probably do a little bit of better job advertising. It's coming up in 10 days. It's the first I'm hearing of it. <laughs> and the only reason I'm hearing about it is because I clicked on the other pickleball stadium link there. So, Woody, it's... Woodmont's redoing courts right now, and uh, what's Woodmont? It's the only place I should be a member at. No, Woodmont's up. Uh, what is it? Sunrise or yeah. somewhere? I don't know. Sunrise Tamarack or one of those areas. But it's uh, 
They're uh, they're putting courts in now too, man. I'm like, Sweet. oh my god, everybody. And uh, kind of on that, another sport that's uh, rising quickly here. Uh, are you Not a fan like of uh, you a fan of darts? I do like darts when I'm drinking. I do. Uh, well, these are guys. Are, the guys are not drinking here. But uh, did you see the uh, the championship of darts and the 16 year old Luke the Nuke? No. So uh, Luke the Nuke, who they say is 16, this feels like one of those situations with like the little league. You know where they say the guy's like eight, but he's like 25. Yeah. Uh, it feels like one of those situations. He doesn't look 16. Um, <laughs> like in the article, it's certainly not a day younger than 35. Uh, the guy looks a little older, but Luke the Nuke, man, the 16-year-old dart prodigy here. and uh, he He's was dominating. Playing at, the, playing at the World Championships <laughs> of Darts, which, by the way, had a wild crowd. And fireworks coming out of the stage and everything. I mean, it's a whole, the whole deal, man. For darts? Yeah. Very exciting stuff. I don't exactly think darts would be fun to watch. Um, no, you got a couple darts. minutes. <laughs> is there anything else? Thing, you, is there anything else you want to throw in? No, that's all. So for I got to tell you, pickleball is the worst sport to watch on TV. It doesn't work on TV. It just doesn't. I mean, it's more exciting than baseball. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> You're such a clown. <laughs> Speaking of uh, watching on TV here, Thursday Night Football on Amazon uh, finished the year up 24% for, uh, for 2023. So that is, a, uh, that is a good number for them. Obviously, they're trying you know, try to get people on, uh, on Amazon and all that to watch their, uh, their stuff. So good for them. Just get your apps ready, man, for, uh, for everything, huh? Yeah, they set a couple of uh, of records uh, here this year. Week two, Eagles and Vikings, fifteen million. Uh, that got passed up by Seahawks and Cowboys at a fifteen point two. So uh, yeah, pretty good for uh, for Amazon. Okay, not as big of uh, you know as the, the regular networks are doing, but still pretty good. And our final story here from uh, from the NFL, uh, David Tepper. Remember we talked about him throwing the drink yeah. at the fan. Yeah. Uh, he was fined three hundred thousand dollars. That must have really hurt him. That three hundred thousand dollars. Oh, and if you're thinking, did somebody do the math on how much that was worth to him? Yes, they did, Joe. Uh, David Tepper is worth uh, twenty point six billion dollars. It says that is the equivalent of finding the average American one dollar and seventy-seven cents. <laughs> <laughs> so that didn't go. take long to break that down. I was going to say when I heard three hundred thousand dollars, I just went. <laughs> Write him a check, honey. Yeah, he doesn't care. He does not care. He uh, That thing has not worked out so far. Off to a real bad start as an owner. Not, <laughs> not, not off to a great start. Somebody said you have to be 70 to play at Woodmont. Is that for <laughs> the elderly? I don't know. I think it is older. Sometimes they're only tennis courts they have. I got to go up there and play. There's nothing else. It is. <laughs> They got, it's right next to the golf course, too, which I don't know what the golf course at mm. Woodmont's like. I have no idea. I don't golf. I know you don't. No I idea. haven't played golf in a while, either. I don't want to hurt, hurt any. Oh, my God. That's just suck. When you don't have time to really practice. Yeah, but even when I did, I took lessons and with a really good pro, Jim McLean, and He couldn't help you? He did, but I got all the bad habits. As soon as I got away from them, all the friggin' demons came back. You know the nice the thing bad about swing to yeah yeah every bad habit came back. 
So to say the nice thing about darts, I'm looking at this guy, Luke Danuke, and uh, he is, I don't know, 50 pounds overweight. What's that have to do with anything, throwing darts? It just has to do with, you know, you can be a professional athlete and still be considerably overweight. So you're watching darts and you're looking to see if the guy looks heavy or not, basically. He's exploding out of his shirt. Has but that's to do cool, with though. That's cool. Like that, you know, I like that there's sports for the obese. <laughs> What's wrong with you? No, that's that's a good You're not thing. Exactly, by the that's way, what I'm saying. That's why I like it. You're not it. exactly skinny. I know I'm not skinny. That's why I'm saying I like it. I might I might get into darts. I gotta find you know a dartboard somewhere, but they have those at bars or so whatever. Just, I, I don't even know where you find a dartboard these days. Dartboard, yeah. They got dartboards usually at uh Usually the bars I've been at, they don't have dartboards. Pool tables, a couple dart dartboards. All right. All right. That wasn't your best stuff. No? <laughs> yeah, because you don't like any of the sports I touched on. You tonight. purposely did it all to me, man. You should have done the other story I showed you earlier. Which one? About Whitlock. Oh, don't do that. That is funny, though. That yeah, was, it's That funny. was a good laugh. Very, 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 very good laugh. Or Aaron Rodgers yesterday. He, he was uh, on fire. <laughs> when is he going to go away? Just You know what? Just be, be nice. Just be the starting quarterback. For the New York Jets. Stay healthy and be the quarterback. He so badly wants to be Tom well, Brady. Yeah, well, he's fighting a good culture war, man. All right, good listen. For him. We've got uh, we got a lot more stuff to get to here this morning. Can I show you the picture of the darts guy, though? You'll be proud. All right, I'll come in You'll a You'll be sec. really proud. You know, why do you think a heavy guy's throwing darts? Like, you think that's the first time it's ever happened? You don't think the guy's sitting in there? I just a- think there's very few sports that you can be, you know, overweight. Like, golf is one of them. Right, you can be heavier and play golf. Yes, professional bowling. Yes, well, bowling in general. And apparently, James Harden can play basketball. So you got uh, that. That wasn't very good. Zion. That's not your best stuff. No, no, that wasn't your best stuff. All right, right now I want to tell you about ED. Something that Woody may have. I'm afraid right now, and I want to talk to him about how to take care of this boy. I'll tell you what, it's uh, it's not a joke when you finally have ED. I can tell you that, and you know it. And uh, it's no secret, all of a sudden you can't perform and uh, you're making excuses, you're embarrassed, and you go, and then a few days later you try it again, you're going, oh boy, lost my confidence, frustrated, embarrassed, what the hell is going on? Nothing is working. No sex life at all. It's terrible, man. You're apologizing, lose your confidence, your self esteem, it's bad stuff. Nobody wants it. And when you get it, you want to get rid of it quickly. And thank you, Atlantic Men's Clinic, for helping me. Thank you so much. Six locations. I don't mind telling you just because the results have been so good. I want everybody out there that's dealing with it privately in your 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, you don't have to have it and you don't have to live on the blue pill. No, you don't have to do it. Atlantic Men's Clinic can help you get it all back. I'm telling you right now, it's amazing. They got a great staff, six locations. Here's what I want you to do. Schedule a consultation with Atlantic Men's Clinic today. Your initial visit includes medical consultation with a Florida licensed medical provider, a teen, a PSA test, and if medically advised, a test dose. Mention my name, Joe Rose, that I sent you, and your initial consultation is free. It's the most important one because you can ask questions. They'll ask you questions, and you get to the bottom of it, and they're going to fix it for you. That's the best part of this whole story, and it's going to happen pretty quickly for you. So I just want to let everybody know 
that that dirty little secret you're embarrassed about, you don't have to be. Atlantic Men's Clinic can knock it out for you. So don't tell anybody, but during the holiday season, treat you to something that used to be important to you. And now you're making excuses, and you don't have to when you go to Atlantic Men's Clinic. Call them today, 877-455-7300. That's 877-455-7300. Come on, set up an appointment. Visit AtlanticMensClinic.com. Be the best thing you've ever done. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.